How's it going, folks? This is the Kingdom Come Podcast. I'm your host, Desmond D.K. Howard, and he's out of there. We're not talking about baseball. Before we get back to our regularly scheduled programming, i.e. the Chiefs, we're going to talk about one of the other more dominant teams in the AFC, and that is the New England Patriots. Now, according to ESPN's Adam Schefter, the Patriots have decided to release wide receiver Antonio Brown amid ongoing just all types of mess. It's just a whole lot of mess. Uh, He's got, to date, four accusations involving sexual misconduct against him right now. So it's just been a media storm of, Everyone asking Belichick in every press conference, every appearance, every chance they get. You know, Belichick, he doesn't like the media as it is. He doesn't like the media as is. He's very short. He's been short with media for years. It's kind of his trademark. But now, that's the only thing people are really asking him. They're not asking. Last week it was... Is Antonio Brown going to play? Has he been practicing? How is, a, how, is, how is Antonio Brown? How is Antonio Brown? And Coach Belichick constantly said, let's talk about Miami. Let's talk about Miami. Let's talk about Miami. But now they're playing the Jets this week, and it's, again, talking about Antonio Brown, talking about Antonio Brown. Belichick is one of those coaches that wants to talk about what's relevant to the game. And I've always liked that about him. But enough about Belichick, enough about the God-forsaken New England Patriots. Let's talk about the Kansas City Chiefs that truly have a superhuman, a superhero. Let's just take 15 off the front of his jersey and put an S, right? Can we do that? Can we take 15 off the front of Patrick Mahomes' jersey and just put the Superman logo? Can we do that? Hey, somebody call DC and make sure we have the rights to do that, like, Let's do that. This needs to happen. This man is not, he's not human. I promise you, either Cliff Kingsbury in back at Texas Tech went and created this guy in a lab, like what Nick Saban does with half of his athletes, um, or this man is really not of this planet. Somebody dig into Pat Mahomes Sr.'s, like, his family history. Are we sure he's from here? Um, or his mom? Because we don't ever talk about his mom. We're always talking about his dad and his dad being a major league pitcher. Dad was by no stretch of the imagination, no stretch of the imagination, an all-time great major league baseball pitcher. But he still played professional baseball. So props to him. But can we talk, can we look into the history of his mom? Are we sure she's from this planet? Because she might be no what everybody went to Area 51 looking for. She might be an alien. I don't know. Um, I think Patrick Mahomes gains more strength the more games he plays. It's like Superman with the sun. I don't know. Um, it's weird. But the let's, let's break this down. Patrick Mahomes against the Raiders. In fact, the entire offense, the entire team, abysmal first quarter. Gets shut, shut out in the first quarter. And... Some fans, if you went to social media, some fans were worried early. 10-0, the Raiders looked good against the Broncos offensively, defensively. They looked good, they looked good, and they might have this figured out. And now they're up 10-0 against the Chiefs. Uh Uh-oh. 
We're in trouble. But, again, we've got Superman. Forget Cam Newton. That's Super Cam. We have Superman. Um, I'm going to put it like this. I think that somebody called in between the breaks, between the first quarter and the second quarter, and told Patrick Mahomes, hey, Pat, Tony Romo is painting this picture that y'all are in trouble. Or something was said that Patrick Mahomes on the sideline or by somebody or something happened in between the first, the end of the first quarter and the first play of the second quarter that set Patrick LeVon Mahomes II off. Something set him off. Because this man came into the second quarter and said, All right, Oakland, you've had your fun. You're up 10-0. Now, I'm going to casually throw 279 yards and four touchdowns in the next 15 minutes. Because that's what he did. He threw four touchdowns, 279 yards in the second quarter alone. Again, can we check to see if this man is an actual human being? If he's not... Don't tell the league. We might get in trouble for that. The Chiefs might get in trouble for that. I don't know how the league, what the league's stance is on, you know, non-human athletes. But anyway, now we're going into week three. We're 2-0. and And with the release of Antonio Brown, sure, we still have to wait for the, the Chargers later this season and We've got the Patriots week 14, and I guess people still look forward to that game, but Antonio Brown's no longer a threat with that team. So we don't have to worry about Antonio Brown this season, and I don't think, unless he gets picked up, which I don't see any teams picking him up anytime soon, especially right now with the league investigating into these accusations. So week three against the Ravens might be the marquee matchup of the regular season, especially considering the first two games that Lamar Jackson has had. Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes are tied for first in the NFL for most touchdown passes thrown with seven apiece. Both young quarterbacks have thrown, and I can't stress this enough, seven touchdowns, zero, zero interceptions, and both of them have completed over 70%, at least 70% of their passes. The Ravens are known for their defense. That's been their identity since their conception. They've been known for their defense. Whether it was Ray Lewis, whether it was Terrell Suggs, Ed Reed, whether it's now Earl Thomas, and whether it was C.J. Mosley, or, you know, the list goes on and on. The Ravens have been known for good defense. Now, they've had spurts of good offense, and this probably right now the most explosive offense that they've had in a long, 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 long time. But the Chiefs also are known for their offense. You know, we've never been able to put the two together because if we would have put the two together, I think the Chiefs have had at least five Super Bowl appearances in the last 20 years. If they were ever able to put the offense and the defense together, if it would have just happened once, just once. That's all we needed. 
That's all I need as a fan. That's all I need. But, I digress. The Chiefs are known for their offense, especially now. This iteration of this Chiefs team is known for offense. 2013, we were known for defense. 2003, we were known for offense. It's a cycle. But here's the difference. I still believe that this defense that we have currently under Coach Spag has room to grow and get better. And I'm going to give the unpopular opinion because a lot of people have been really down on the defense and the yards that they've given up. They give up a lot of yards. And that's, that's yeah, that sounds bad. You're giving up a lot of yards. And the more yards you give up, that means the opposing offense is still on the field. And that's time taking off the clock, which keeps the ball out of Mahomes' hand. But then again, he only needs 15 minutes to put up 28 points. So, I mean, keep the other team off under 28 points for 45 minutes of the game, and Mahomes is going to put up 28 and at 15. There's a win for you. But that's not to my point. To my point, people get down on this defense about how many yards they give up. And, yes, they give up yards, they give up yards, they give up yards. They gave up 10 points against Oakland, 26 against Jacksonville. Now, that Jacksonville game, a lot of those points came when, well, we already knew what how this game was going to end. We knew the game was over. Right? The game was over. So now you're getting up yards, you're giving up points, but it's not really meaning anything. When it mattered, the Chiefs gave up 10 points in the first quarter and then shut out the Raiders, who are not that great of a football team, but Derek Carr, week one, looked good. Tyrell Williams looked good. Josh Jacobs, mark my word, will be a superstar running back in the NFL. He was a superstar in college at Alabama. He will continue to be a superstar in the NFL. The offensive line for Oakland did not allow a single sack against Denver. And that's in, that's Denver with Von Miller and Bradley Chubb, right? They've got a good front seven. They can get after the quarterback. That's kind of their thing. Offensive line of Oakland looked good. So you give offensive line a good offensive line with a superstar, a superstar in the making at running back, a quarterback who looks good, a number one receiver who looks good. You've got other receivers who, oh, tight end who looks good. Well, all right. <laughs> Let's not give too much credit to the Raiders. But you give all of that, all of these looking, these good looking and these all right looking players and this superstar and the making it running back behind a good or great offensive line, and you're supposed to put up points because your offense is supposed to be able to just move the ball down the field ad nauseum, just whenever they want, however they want, and dare the defense to stop them. So the Chiefs gave up 10 points in the first quarter. And then shut them out. Now, was Baltimore a better offense? And that's up for debate. Mark Ingram right now is a better running back than Josh Jacobs. But Josh Jacobs just played his second game in the NFL. So, give him some time. Uh, receiving core? Yeah, Baltimore's got that one. Marquise Brown, again, just like Josh Jacobs, I think Marquise Brown will be a star. I don't think he'll be a superstar, but he'll be a star. 
Mark Andrews, great tight end. He's great. He's great. I think he's one. He's probably one of the more underrated tight ends in the league. He's not up there with George Kittle or our very own Travis Kelsey, who is due for a breakout game. I mean, week one, we had Sammy Watkins go for two touchdowns, 198 yards. Week two, you had Demarcus Robinson go for two touchdowns, 172 yards. I think Travis is due for a big game, so there's that. But offensively, the the Ravens are better than the Raiders. But I liked what I saw from the defense against the Raiders, and I think there's still room to grow. And I think we will see that room to grow a little bit, piece by piece, some more some improvement by this defense as week by week they start to gel. Now, over on the offensive side, as long as Patrick Mahomes is standing on two feet and his arm works, we're in good hands. In fact, he's getting all of these... He's got the State Farm endorsement, the Head and Shoulders endorsement, right? And these are on national levels, not to mention everything that he has locally, but on national levels. He has the State Farm. He has the Head and Shoulders. Yo, Pat, ditch State Farm and go to Allstate. Because right now, you are Allstate insurance to the Chiefs. Because as long as you're on the field, the Chiefs are in good hands. But we do have some injuries. We got some guys banged up. Um, Damian Williams officially will not be playing Sunday against the Ravens. Eric Fisher is going to miss six to eight weeks. Tyreek Hill is still injured. No news. No new news. Um, no more current news. I just realized saying no new news sounds very weird. But no recent news on his condition or whether he is any closer to coming back as it was previously reported four to four to six weeks and then week to week who really knows um but hopefully he gets back sooner rather than later we need him on the field it just adds an extra level of unpredictability with Andy Reid's offense but Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey are still on the field Sammy Watkins is healthy Demarcus Robinson just had a career game we saw the flash in the pan we saw the flash in the pan that is what could be the greatness of McCole Hardman. We saw it. I said this during the preseason. I think as a rookie, comparatively, compared to Tyreek's rookie year, Hardman is a better receiver. Better hands, better route runner. But they're both guys that for all intents and purposes, their number one threat is snap, run. There's a snap, you run down the field. Just hang on to the ball. I mean, it it makes sense. He's that fast. You can't cover him all the way down the field, especially with a guy like Mahomes throwing the ball to him. My one concern going into this game offensively will be the offensive line. Like I said, Fisher's out. That means Cam Irving is starting at left tackle. Not saying that Cam Irving is a bad offensive lineman. I'm saying he's a bad left tackle. You put him at guard, and I think he does great. You you could even slide, flip him to the other side of the line, have him at right tackle. I think he might he might do better than than that. 
than what he's doing at left tackle. I just do not like this man playing the left tackle position. Center. Why do we have to let Mitch Morse go? I miss him. I really do. I miss Mitch. Hell, we just played Oakland. I miss Rodney Hudson. He was great. He did he did his job and then some. Could you imagine? Just think back to some of the offensive linemen that have worn a Chiefs uniform like Will Shields or Willie Rofe or Casey Wegman. Imagine those type of guys as the five down offensive linemen protecting not Trent Green, but Patrick Mahomes. And no disrespect to Trent Green. Trent Green did a hell of a job. A hell of a job quarterback in the Chiefs. Right? That's, honestly, until now, the most prolific Chiefs offense I've ever seen. But, imagine if Patrick Mahomes had an elite, all-pro offensive line protecting him. Imagine if Damian Williams, LaShawn McCoy, Darwin Thompson, Daryl Williams were running behind an elite, all-pro offensive line. This team already averages 30 points a game. You give them an even a more improved offensive line? Whew, I can only imagine. I can only imagine. It feels like, you know, if, if that were to happen, I would, I would honestly feel like I was watching a game of Madden. Like I was watching someone play a video game. I started to feel like that in the second quarter because it just didn't seem fair. Some uh, I started to look around the room and when I was watching the game at home and I started to look around and I started to ask did somebody put the Chiefs sliders up at the start of the second quarter is that what happened I think that's what happened um because there's no real other way to explain it just instantly you're down 10-0 now it's 7-10 now it's 14-10 21-10 28-10 wait now it's halftime? You mean to tell me we didn't score any points in the first quarter? None? And now we have 28 by halftime? Yeah, this isn't fair. It's just downright isn't fair. But like I said, my one concern offensively is going to be the offensive line. If they play well, I think we'll be fine. They got to protect Mahomes and do better on run blocking. They do those two things, we'll be fine defensively 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 here's the key to success defensively do not i repeat do not somebody share this post and make sure by kickoff at one o'clock eastern time 12 o'clock central that steve spagnola here's this coach spags i'm talking to you under no circumstances, do not, do not, do not, and I cannot stress this enough, do not lose sight of Lamar Jackson. I'm normally a giant, I mean giant critic of zone defense. But zone defense might be the only way to beat Lamar Jackson. Why? Because zone defense requires for your defenders to sit back and cover a zone and watch the eyes of the quarterback. That's what makes zone defense successful. 
Now, zone defense leaves a lot of holes in it. But we can tackle now. For some for some reason, this, this new system, we can tackle. Have you seen Kendall Fuller? We can tackle now. Oh, my goodness. The Chiefs defense can tackle. Wow. 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 But again, do not lose sight of him because it seems like he gains 10, 15 yards every time he tucks and runs. At least 10 to 15 yards every time. You can't afford that. That means if he takes off and runs the ball five times, that's a touchdown. That's a touchdown. And a lot of analysts, either on ESPN, NFL Network, whoever you look to for your analysis before the game, seem to believe that this game between the Chiefs and the and the Ravens will be a matchup of two Giants in the AFC, and it will really come down to which side blinks first. It's like a staring contest. If you blink, you lose. If you fail to convert in a key situation or do what you do best, talking to you, Pat, that no look past week one to Travis Kelsey, don't do that. Don't get overconfident. Just go out there, do what you do best, which is make great throws, great reads, great plays, and score points. That is what you do. But it's really going to come down to who who blinks first. Who makes the first mistake? Who's the first team that doesn't score? And other than that, I really think that with this being the 100th season of the NFL, this has a chance for being one of the greatest plays in NFL, one of the greatest games in NFL history. It could be a top, it could be a top 100 game in the 100 seasons of the National Football League. Well, that's all the time we have today for the Kingdom Come Podcast. Again, I'm your host, Desmond D.K. Howard. Please listen out for... Keep up with me on Twitter and Instagram. I'll announce when new uploads are coming. Also, keep up with the blog, the Kingdom Come Around the League blog which coincides and talks about the other 31 teams whenever I guess they're somewhat relevant to us (laughs) that's a joke that's a joke that's a joke they're always all they're always relevant because if you get too ahead of yourself that's when you stumble um but that will that is at expandthekingdom.blogspot.com that's where you can find that blog my most recent post was regarding the injuries to guys like Roethlisberger, Breeze, Sam Darnold being out with mono. It's a very short piece, good read. Maybe we could see the emergence of the next great young quarterback out of these injuries. We could see a, a changing of the guard. Um, but nonetheless, this has been the Kingdom Come Podcast. I'm Desmond D.K. Howard. I will catch y'all next time.